Welcome back to another episode of the On Shuffle Podcast, beginning now. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to another episode of the On Shuffle Podcast. I am Daniel. I'm here with Matthew. Yep. What's up, brother? Hey, real fast. Been a been a break. We had a, a last week off. I apologize on that. The uh, went on family vacation, so we're coming to you um, uh, with a week off. So or two weeks since we last been with you. Uh, we were going to try to get together before I left and uh, and do a little something something, but it didn't work out on my end uh, per usual. So, uh, but here we are now. Um, and brother, how are you? Oh, it's been good. It's been good. It's been a uh... It's been like a long couple of weeks. A lot of stuff happened musically. Oh yes. Uh, I know. I think a couple of weeks ago, I know the um, Wrapped stats come out for all the sure did all the uh, musical uh, streaming people are so they're doing nowadays. Yep. Up on the Spotify bandwagon. So uh, everybody did. I want to say I did see. Not a lot of people posted about Apple, but I did see Apple did have one. It was great, dude. Uh, so I'm an Apple guy. I've been an Apple guy for, well, since I, I guess the iPhone 2. Um, so I, I went to a Galaxy Note one time about eight or nine years ago, uh, 10 years ago, and uh, and I got rid of it after a month. Uh, it, you know, just just felt weird once you're, I guess it's like anything. You're with a certain one. You stay with a certain one. But um, all that to say, you're exactly right. Apple... So they did a little something last year, um, you know, to try to compete with the Spotify wrapped uh, stuff. Apple Music tried to do a little something. There was not much to it. I uh, didn't have a whole lot of details. But uh, this year, they, um, in my opinion, they hit it out of the park. They did really good. Um, one that, and I, I don't know if it's trying to compete, uh, you know, with Spotify, which of course I have to imagine it is. But uh, one cool thing about Apple this year, dude, is they went top twenty. Uh, so rather than five, yeah. uh, and even 10, uh, they did top 20 on all your stuff. So it's really cool. Um, and you know, you, Matthew, you just mentioned off air, that'd be something cool to talk about. Uh, maybe we can, we can get up to that tonight. Cause, but, uh, I can tell you this, we've got a good one for you. Um, Matthew, I, but I, I get so anxious to get into the show cause we've got so much good stuff, but I'll let you go over some homework first, dude. What we got? Yeah. So to get the, uh, semantics out of the way. We uh, decided to listen to Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg! Um, and, he, and this goes with the pod for the main topic later. Um, but uh, again, so a little bit of homework on Snoop first. Um, his birth name is Calvin Brodus. Wait a minute. You're telling me it's not Snoop Dogg. <laughs> yeah. Uh, surprisingly. Surprisingly. <laughs> uh, he's born and uh, raised in Long Beach, California. Um, and it's funny, the first thing is said other than his name was you where he f- frequently had trouble with the law <laughs> which was you know just funny yeah um, it's funny uh i think fun fact he I, I guess i don't know if it's proven but he sold cameron diaz drugs before oh well, she was in high school really yep so Never before they both got famous um wow so but anyway so he found escape from a life of crime through music he began uh, working, uh, making homemade tapes with his friend Warren G, who happened to be the stepbrother of Dr. Dre, which, I mean, talk about luck. Yeah. Um, and of course, when, uh, you know, Drake, uh, they gave, I guess they recorded some demos and uh, you know, gave uh, Dr. Dre the, the demo tape. And he really enjoyed it, started collaborating. And then they released, um, or Snoop Dogg released his first, let's say, album, album, album. Let me get it. He's released a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, um, which I know he's also worked on a lot of stuff too, as far as like, um, what is it? Just, uh, would you say he's a mogul? Um, I mean, I want to say in, in an, in an interview, he said that he, I want to say he does, he doesn't, I can what's the fee, the fee to have him on your track. Mm-hmm. He always, yeah, all yeah, the, 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 the guest on on his uh, on your track was like, I want to say half, either half a mil or a million. Wow. Um, yeah. So at least nowadays, it's probably not obviously always been like that. Sure. But um, but uh, he released his first album in 1993, Doggy, Doggy Style. Style. Then the the Dog Father in '96. Then obviously so on and so forth. Uh, um, as far as the mobile status, I mean. 
I think, and this kind of goes with the with the homework is that he, uh, like, I'm gonna say his he transcended music, meaning that he, I mean, I mean, obviously back in the '90s he he got popular because of his music, but nowadays I think he's beyond that. Mm-hmm. Like, is because he released his I guess the last little bit of music he did in 2022. Um, it was, um, like he, like with, it says someone named Mount Westmore, Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube. Um, so he's released a couple things, you know, recently and he's been pretty consistent actually from what it, um, you know, from what it looks like. But, um, but like I said, I think he, yeah, as far as, I don't know, mobile status. I mean, obviously, I know he's financially well off, but um, I think, like, yeah, he's transcended, like, his music, where I think he's yeah. known more for just being Snoop Dogg than it is. Yeah, no, you know, I agree. Anything uh, like that. I agree, and I, I will say just a little, I guess a little uh, peek into the future. Uh, our topic tonight, and I'll get into it more in a few minutes, but our topic's about most, um, like, liked and you know beloved musicians and uh and i think this is the perfect time to drop snoop dog because what more loved uh across genres across uh pop culture and all that um now dude uh funny thing about snoop dog is um so you know when i think of like hip-hop rap um i think about like when it uh, and if you know, I know probably some true historians of it might like want to fight me after this, but I think of like the mid to late eighties when it gets started with like the West coast guys. Um, and, uh, and then like, but it's like, uh, the cheesy, uh, you know, type of rap. Um, and then, you know, you get to the late eight, the nineties the and then you have like Snoop and Dr. Dre and those guys. And I think like Snoop is the bridge, like his, his, like he's one of the godfathers of like, because like rap changed from the eighties to the nineties, like it's two different things. It was kind of goofy and silly, uh, you know, from yeah, the eighties, you know what I mean? Like, like uh, screaming, like, uh, like, uh, rhymes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. What? Run DMC. Yeah. Uh, Grandmaster Flash. Yeah, and it was just like, like boop, 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 yeah. boop, you know what I mean? Like, uh, and, and yeah. then we, it's we, like rappers to life, right? And it was more about like, and it, the beats, like the the music and the the self, the instruments, the beats, they weren't that good. It was just like the 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 lyrics were the thing, which obviously you know, but it, but then it transformed. I think Snoop and them, they came in and they put really cool music, and then started rapping over that, and then yeah. like to that's what we know today as rap. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, basically, I guess all that to say, he's like the godfather of this stuff. Um, you know, it, he's never been like the lead man, and I don't, I don't, then I don't mean that in a disrespect, but like he was with Dr. Dre and them, he was with, but he's been with everyone. And like there was like the East Coast, West Coast things of the 90s, which was some, you know, uh, but he seemed like he'd been, he was one of the ones that was always respected, uh, like nationwide or worldwide, I guess I should say. And the cool thing about him is like, You've got tough West Coast uh, gangster uh, uh, Snoop Dogg. And then my son, uh, who just turned seven this past weekend. Happy birthday, Raylan. Uh, he likes the Snoop Dogg. Uh, there's a, a kid's album that came yeah. out this past year. Uh, and it's the affirmation song where Snoop Dogg's t- telling you to be happy with yourself. And like, yeah. today's going to be an amazing day. And, and you know. Um, so it's just so cool to see like where he's went, uh, Matthew, I want to say this, um, this is, this was fun because, uh, you know, you mentioned his first two albums. Album number three was an album in 1998 called the games to be sold, not to be, uh, to be told not to be sold. Um, that's the first one that I owned. Uh, I think everybody loved gin and juice and that, uh, I think that was off doggy style. That was the big, you know, and the one that put him on the map as far as a solo act or, uh, you know, his own. But uh, the games to be sold, not to be told. I had that one. I would say um, most people would probably say that's a flop. Mm. Um, as far as like if you go on there, there's no like big songs. But uh, I guess because I own that album, you you know, everyone's owned an album that nobody cares about or knows much about, but they owned it. And in that day where we talked about this before, where you bought your own albums, uh, yeah. they meant a little bit more and you made yourself like them, you know? Mm. So uh, that album... I had it. I loved it. It had a song called uh, Snoop World on it. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Had Gin and Juice 2, 
which is a cool thing rappers uh, and Metallica do. They'll put like number two or number three in a song and then like it won't even be nothing like the other one. And you'll be like, yes, it's a, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, another cool thing. And we talked about this before on this air uh, is on air is it's got over 20 songs on this album. So uh, but anyways, uh, dude, I'm a Snoop fan. Um, you know, I've said it on here before the Steel Dre. Uh, the Chronic 2001 is one of my favorite albums of all time. He's heavy on there. Um, so, you know, what say you that, my, you know, that I I guess I hadn't really never talked to you a whole lot about Snoop. I know that you listened to him this week. What do you got to say? Yeah, uh, I guess what, what I enjoyed about it was that it was, you know, the you know, throwback to the, um, to the, you know, to the, I guess when people actually rapped uh, nowadays, it's, you know, a lot of singing and a lot of, you know, there's the mumble stuff out there, mm. but this is definitely where, like, at least in the early '90s, when like it was an all talk, it wasn't like an image thing. It wasn't like I know a few weeks ago we talked about Satanism uh, in music and how like some people were just doing it for show, like uh, I'm, you know, like Slayer, like they don't they don't, they don't really worship Satan, mm-hmm. uh, but they off the image they do and they yeah. get attention. Um, it's not like where, uh, again, where they actually don't practice. Like back in the early nineties, like Snoop and, you know, the West versus East coast. Yeah. Uh, when like they're serious, you know, they were legit gangster rappers. Like mm-hmm. they, you know, I mean, heavy on the gangster, I'm like shit, you know, people died and stuff. So, sure. uh, so I guess listening to the music and that in mind, at least in the early stuff and then listen to some of the newer stuff it's kind of fun, cool to see his transformation how like he goes from the heavy you know the gangster gin and juice type stuff that everybody you know i guess loves and then you know looking ahead to the um you know to like you said the affirmation type stuff <laughs> or you know like collaborating on like all these different songs with like katie, katie perry mm. or like pharrell williams you know yeah where he's like and uh, i don't know if it's the marijuana but he just seems really chill. Yeah. Like, he seems like, um, like just like a really chill guy. And like I said, his music kind of reflects that. Um, you know, he, he I, I guess he still is a crip, I guess, you know, I don't, you know, he's, uh, still is part of the, you can't get out of that. Can you? Oh, uh, I mean, I don't we, know. I don't, I don't, well, I guess they're not talking to two experts. You're not listening yeah, to two experts yeah, yeah. on the crip and bloods. No, uh, <laughs> but, um, uh, but uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I liked. Uh, I said this era of rap is something that I can definitely turn on and enjoy. And like I said, it's not a lot of stuff nowadays. I can, but uh, you know, he, but, you know that era. You know, a lot of enjoyable stuff out there. And like I said, it's. Um, I think what uh, in a lot a lot of people they um, at least when it comes to Snoop Dogg they um, they they just know him as the personality mm. as the you know being on tv or if he's like uh on, you know on social media uh, i want to say he uh, streams on twitch like yeah playing video games uh he's definitely i think like i said he's surpassed music he still puts out music which is i guess that's what he's known for but mm-hmm. well not even known for but i would say what you know what got him going in the beginning but um like i said he's definitely uh his personality has kind of took him well beyond the music yeah which so it's the newer stuff is okay you know but yeah but, uh i definitely uh have more of a relationship with him just in the in the eye the yeah guy. and but it's cool to listen to his music and actually hear kind of like you know you know how i don't know how his bread is buttered I yeah guess. well okay so that was an interesting thing because i think i dare say most people look at him in the same eye because if you think about it and and you go to his top songs on like Apple Music, and it should tell you everything you need to know about him. Uh, as like, he's one of the most, uh, I guess, famous, uh, you know, most name recognizable uh, in the business all time. And uh, I'm going to just list off a few. His number one song listened to is uh, "Still Dre" off Dr. Dre's Chronic 2001 album, not his album. Uh, number two. Is Young, Wild, and Free off Mac and Devon Go to High School, and it's uh, featuring him. I don't know who. I ain't got all that information from me, but number three is the next episode off that Chronic 2001 Dr. Dre album. Number four is uh, Nothing But a G Thing off Dr. Dre's original Chronic from 92. So we we just went 
uh, the top four songs, not his albums. Number five is uh, Off Doggy Style, Gin and Juice. Everyone knows that. That's his. Um, number six, California Girls by Katy Perry, um, that, as you mentioned. Um, number seven is off of uh, R&G, uh, Rhythm and Gangsta. Uh, and that's his. That's Drop It Like It's Hot. And then, uh, and then is the last one on this list is uh, off of uh, DJ Khaled, All I Do Is Win. Mm-hmm. So he's uh, one of those is out. Yeah, so I think two. A, a lot of the ones you talk about where he almost featured on. Yep, they all. And like it's different because like was was cool or it's weird with Spotify how Spotify I'm assuming does it where it's like his like his song. Yeah. So it's a little. It's actually a good bit. There's some difference. So yeah, Young Wild and Free, which I'm assuming is his song, is number one. Nothing but a G thing. Uh, drop it like it's hot. Nothing but a G thing is chronic. That's Dr. Dre. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, so that's Dr. Dre. I drop it like it's hot as his, and his gin and juice, and who I am, what's my name? Nice. As uh, his top five on Spotify. But I guess also uh, it shows me too, though, that, um, and I don't know how this t- typically it works with these artists, but um, it seems to me like if Dre, or Dre, if uh, Snoop Dogg puts his name to it, like if he's going to collab with it, the, the songs become big. And mm. I think... Obviously, that's a test to him and like his like uh, what he can do and like his uh, performances and stuff. But also, um, it seems to me like pretty good business. Like, hey, I better like this and better. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. uh, not just putting my name to anything and, and deciding I'm going to going to collab with anybody who asks. So um, uh, real funny before we go any farther. Uh, there's a, gen- a friend of mine, a lot older than me, uh, pushing 70, actually, uh, you know, and a good friend. He um, he he. Uh, had this thing and anyways he was talking about snoop dogg one day and uh, he said oh you got a list of this it was some i think it was a monday night football had a thing where snoop dogg uh did something it was on one of our, one of the nfl things and he's like it's got the snoop man on there <laughs> and i was like yes that is awesome i wish people would refer to him as the snoop man um but no i guess uh just He's went. He's transformed himself so much. Like uh, I guess I should say, adapted so well uh, over yeah. time. You know, again, you mentioned uh, we're talking about a gangster rapper from the nineties, um, and you just didn't like it. You couldn't fake that uh, in that era. Like you either were or you weren't, and he obviously was. Um, so, which means that he's probably lived pretty hard. Uh, came up. Um, practicing what he's preaching uh you know whether you you know whether, right or wrong that's just just the truth um and then obviously he's gotten to where he the same guy who wrote uh, who who performed uh nothing but a g thing in 92 uh was cooking with martha stewart you know what i mean yeah uh, uh, <laughs> and uh move to the topic uh, i think that's why he's most liked or one of the more liked yeah no doubt university liked and uh artist because like i said he is like i said he's um definitely kind of led up on the gangster stuff he's definitely sure. more like i said he's like he sells like i don't know uh he does like a spokesperson for like i don't know what's that corona yeah uh so like, he's a spokesperson, spokesperson for products he's uh i think he on social media i see like i mentioned he streams uh he uh very popular videos i think it was jimmy kimmel when he narrated uh, nature yeah. videos, uh, yeah. which is really funny, him and so uh, I said his, you know, his uh, love with Ma- uh, Martha Stewart and Willie Nelson. Um, like I said, this really universally liked. I think all yeah. across the board, and and this is coming from someone who, well, not someone, but uh, I think this to set the scene. Uh, I think it was universally liked. I guess to maybe moving to our. Uh, homework uh homework of our topic was uh um i think i would say me and, and daniel probably sit pretty middle of the road uh, politically i sure. would say um our area we live in we hate politics yeah so yeah so, <laughs> yeah, so we kind of equal opportunity haters <laughs> here uh but uh we have a lot of family that does i'll say lean one side um so just speaking on that um snoop Dogg's beloved by them which I say they are pretty hardcore Republicans. So it's, you know, as far as the universal lockability, uh, he, along with some others will name, uh, is, you know, 
Yeah. Has it. Well, I, I, one thing, I, my last thing on Snoop, uh, which you, you said it, and, and I think he's the perfect person to do homework on being that what our topic's about, uh, beloved musicians. Um, one funny thing about him is he's so well liked and, and always in, uh, in vogue, uh, which is a word I like to use people that are like, I guess still in style or whatever, but he just did a, he was in uh, making headways the last this past month because uh, one of the top trending things on social media is Snoop Dogg quit smoking. Uh, and if you know Snoop Dogg at all, uh, very famous marijuana smoker. Um, but it was this big thing. He quit smoking. Um, and it come to find out it was an ad for the smokeless, um, I guess, fire pit or something. It was something like that. It was a smokeless uh, product that um, and uh, and anyways, he was the spokesperson for. He came out two days later, said it was, uh, you know, that it was for the ad, whatever. But he had everybody talking. Uh, and then, of course, you probably the best business move for this brand, because, uh, I mean, I don't see like smokeless fire pits being in the news, uh, uh, you know, a popular thing. And obviously this was because they had Snoop Dogg doing it. So, um, you know, uh, yes. Yeah, so, Matthew, you, you, you kind of went ahead into it. That's what we're doing tonight. We're doing the most beloved artists of all times. Uh, I took this and you can. Tell me if you were different. It was Matthew's idea. I, I said when I sat down to look at this, um, do you? there's a fine line because like um, we, we were talking about Dave Grohl a little bit last last uh, episode. And, um, yeah. you know, obviously a mega name and, and music and entertainment. But one thing that we kind of agreed on, and I think a lot of people would, is uh, he's very well liked, very well respected. And um and I kind of, that's kind of how I went in this direction. Uh, people mm -hmm. like that, uh, who I guess the uh, population overwhelmingly uh, likes and respects. Um, so, dude, I'm excited to hear who you got, man. Throw somebody at me. Um, yeah, so, yes, I forgot about Dave Grohl. So, yeah, yeah, but again, universally liked. Uh, we didn't have him in mind when we made, when we uh, chose the topic, but uh, it just works out. Um, but uh, anyway, so I was going to lean on, um, again, it's uh, Snoop Dogg's uh, compadre, um, Willie Nelson. Yeah. name as a uh, universally liked. Yep. He's a, uh, and I say he's also, I mean, I would almost say he's almost like his fame or likability. He's almost went past his music. Yeah. I mean, again, two people that still put out music, but. They're more known for just being in public eye, yeah. As far as being buddies and like very public weed smokers, um, I think they both sell their own weed, yeah, or CBD type of stuff. Um, so, so I, I, and I say that he seems Willie Nelson seems to like he, he, um, he's beloved on both sides of the not not only his political spectrum, but just you know, as far as you know, all races, all walks of the country sure um he could probably walk into any place any city and be just accepted yeah you know wherever he goes and yeah um i say his music wise it's you know you know imagine it's not um not well beloved among you know i'll say all aspects of people but sure him as a person is yeah you know, i would say and i'll say with some of my list i do it is I would say maybe universally liked musically as well. Yeah. But, uh, so I'm kind of, I have kind of throw them both in there, but sure. he is definitely just well loved as a, uh, personality as well. I like that one, dude. That's a good one to come out of the gate with. I'm going to kind of, this one might be a little controversial and people might actually might agree. That's the good thing about a topic like this. Um, typically you would think I was thinking about this. You would think these would be arguably all agreed with, but I'm going to say one that, um, and I'll explain why. I'm going to say Michael Jackson. And let me explain why here. Uh, Michael Jackson, uh, kind of what you mentioned, across all genres, uh, people, you know, seem to like Michael Jackson. I think, like, you'll see people who don't like pop, but they like Michael Jackson. Um, the thing about him, too, is um, obviously, if, unless you don't know who he is, and I have a hard time if you tell me that, um, you know that he had some... Um, some some legal stuff, some things that, uh, you know, I don't want to say rumors because they might not have been rumors. I don't know. But they had some things that came out about him that could or could not be true. I don't know. But I'll say he's so loved that it seems like people just uh, turn a blind eye to it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying yeah. that's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's the fact. Like, you know, it, it, when you hear his name, 
He's not canceled from anything. He's not blackballed his name or his music or anything. It's just kind of people said, yeah, I, I know there was a documentary a couple years ago where a couple guys who were uh, close to him, I guess, uh, Clay, you know, who said that I don't want to say Clay. I don't know how to word it, but that were apparent, apparent victims in, in their words. Um, and I would say over the overwhelming majority of people said these two guys are idiots and full of crap. And Michael, you know, wouldn't do, didn't do that. Um, and to me, it just, it, I guess that speaks on his likability, um, you know, in the public eye. And, and again, I just, I think uh, overall, uh, people from all walks of life uh, loved Michael Jackson. So mm. that's my first one. Very controversial, but that's my first one. I'll say for what um, I'll say as far as the personality versus music, he's definitely well-loved musically among everybody. No doubt. I think what helped him in his public eye, that version of him, is um, number one, that he's no longer here. Sure. So and you can only try a dead person for so long. You know, eventually... I mean, if he did do anything wrong, nothing, you know, what else can happen? He's gone. Right. He's passed away. Of course. Um, and also, ultimately, it's just that since he's still the public guy, but he's not making any new news. Right. All we have this is music that he, you know, his legendary music catalog that he has. Right. Um, so I would say it kind of uh, helps towards his uh, lockability. Yeah. Um, but definitely, and, and also, I mean, if let's say the guy from Three Doors Down, sorry, yeah. sh shit on you, man. But like, if he did something like this, he'll be pretty much done for, you know? Yeah. But Michael Jackson is like, you know, again, Thriller, Beat It. I mean, Black black and White. Yeah. You know, all these legendary songs kind of helps when you're a legend. Oh, no. And you're exactly right. I think that hits the nail on the head. And also, I do want to say this to be fair. Um, these things that were going on about him for a lot. I mean, like obviously a lot of his career when he was alive. Um, and it seems like people still were like, no, not Michael. And I think also, um, to just be honest, you know, uh, being that he's probably that first, uh, African-American like sensation, like, um, you know, across all genres and everything. And like that first mm -hmm. pop artist, uh, I, I think that, it kind of helped too. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah. it, it, and it just did. And just being honest, it did. Um, where people didn't, you know, they took that in consideration. But I, again, I just think that he's one that um, overwhelmingly people seem to uh, have always loved. And again, I, I just know a lot of people who don't even, that would turn their nose up at pop music, like the Britney Spears, the Taylor Swift, I mean, all this, and they're just, the, but Michael Jackson, they look at different, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, uh, yeah man, we, we're coming out of the gate. There's two strong ones. Um, yeah, and uh, another one to, uh, you know, to, to add to the most liked list here, I'll tell you, that's to be Ozzy. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, so, um, again, he still puts out music, so I think he may lean, he definitely dabbles in, well, definitely more of the personality as far as most university liked. But uh, but I guess we come come to uh, come to him as obviously fans and you know almost like music and just him as a person because uh, he still still puts out great music, still sounds really great for some some reason. Um, so again, he's musically you know well loved. Yeah, but he's definitely. I mean. He's in the public eye, and I think whenever, again, I don't know how to, you know, how to seem likable. I mean, it's not like a, I think there's PR people around the, you know, in LA, New York, figuring out how can you make this person as likable. Right. Um, and again, Ozzy, I mean, he's on TV shows, he's in interviews, and obviously the Osbournes probably helped a lot with yeah. him just being in the public eye. And, and coming from someone that was controversial, I mean, back in the 70s and 80s, you know, biting the heads off of bats and, <laughs> you know, uh, snorting ants and, you know, taking insane drug use and being violent towards family. And, yep. you know, as far as if you know Ozzy, he has a treacherous past. But, again, he's in the public eye and he's, he's almost like everybody's, like – grandpa kind of yeah you know as far as like everybody's yeah beloved little, you're right a little crazy you know grandpa's oh that's just grandpa yeah you know you can't understand what he's saying that's just uncle ozzy yeah just, you know <laughs> uh, uh, you know don't pay attention to what he's saying yeah but, uh, but again i think just he is well loved among 
again, everybody. Yeah. I mean, either from the music, working with someone like Post Malone, who's like a modern you know, pop rap artist, to obviously still doing his own stuff. He's kind of, uh, you know, I think he hits all, all quadrants of people. Yeah, I think that's a very good one. I think that there's something about those guys that, uh, um, and I'll elaborate on this a little bit more in a few minutes, but uh, there's just this human element that we all love about them. Yeah. Dude, I, you know, I'll go and elaborate now. I'll say this, like there's something about guys like them, and I know I've got more in the chamber that's going to be a fitness category, but uh, Michael, uh, you know, um, I, well, especially like Ozzy and, and some of those that, there's this just this human element that we can, you know, I, I know one thing we've talked about, like uh, both of you and I, we, we follow Theo Vaughn's career, the comedian, the podcaster comedian. And I think he's obviously funny. He, you know, you don't get to be where those guys are and not be funny that he's, he's insanely talented, but there's something about people that, um, when they're vulnerable, um, and you yeah. know, their mistakes and like, uh, they're human and, um, and they just, uh, I don't know, it's something that makes you, it'll draw you to them and, and make you care more about them. And, and of course, to me, Ozzy's a lot like that in the sense that, uh, he's obviously, you mentioned he's had all these mistakes, he's done all these things, um, and he's overcame. Um, and of course he's, uh, immensely talented. So, um, yeah, I, I guess, uh, you know, there's just that human element, uh, but that's a very good one. My next one goes in that same category. I think this person um, musically uh, insanely beloved, and I I dare say is as beloved as any uh, musician as far as, um, uh, the, you know, people, what they felt for this guy, but Elvis Presley. Um, Elvis Presley was, uh, of course, uh, just a massive star, died in his 40s. Uh, but, you know, musician, actor, um, you know, one of the greatest musicians ever lived, so to speak. Uh, but, uh, you know, liked across all walks of life. And um, and I think, too, like it's just the upcoming, the struggle uh, and to get to where he's at, the struggles he had even you know, in his um at a, the peak of his career um but just there's so many things about elvis it just makes him like superhuman and uh yeah. human and um you know and i and i i don't know that i've seen many people that are as loved as elvis still is to this day uh yeah definitely i mean I, he i mean it's for him to be gone for, you know so long ago it's i guess only it goes to show kind of how like that the reach he had i mean he's definitely yeah, you know, arguably, you know, one of the, you know, top artists ever. I mean, I want to say VH1 did a, a all-time ranking, I don't know, 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And he was like definitely top five. I want to say Beatles were number one. It was like, might have been Michael Jackson and the Elvis. That was the top three. Uh, but, you know, he's been gone since the 70s. And like I said, he's, you know, Somebody like my grandma's age, you know, obviously she grew up, you know, huge fan of Elvis and his mm -hmm. movies. And someone like me, who obviously I'd known from his music, but also um, just the references to him. I mean, you know, not, not like his public appearances, obviously, are noteworthy, at least from for me as a younger person. But just from, you know, his music and I think just from you know, there's still aspects of him everywhere musically. Uh, he's had a lot, a lot of influence in, in, out there. So yeah, again, he's, uh, you know, obviously well, well loved. Um, another person that we also feel, I think we, we both will agree, uh, is Dolly Parton. Mm. Uh, she's, I think again, she's like by all parties, you know, again, all aspects of life, at least in the U S I mean, again, and I think, with some of the people, at least that I'm, you know, naming, and some of the people we're both naming, um, they're not big because of their music. I mean, obviously, it's what got them to the shows, what got them a following in the first place. Sure. But, like, I mean, Dolly Parton, you know, is an actress. Um, she obviously cl collaborates on other people's music. Right. She has her, I mean, if you're a fan of, you know, her, you know that she has a, a, a theme park. Um you can't say many people have a theme park named after themselves. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, unless you're a fake mouse. Uh, that's pretty much it. Yep. Really. Uh, but uh, again, like she's um, great in interviews. You know, she's, um, like I said, she's someone that I think that she's, she's well loved by all people. And there's, uh, 
a, a funny video. They're talking about young Dolly Parton and how fine she was and stuff. Mm. And, uh, again, just like she's someone that she's a you know great personality and she helps out in the community. Um, if you don't know, she has like uh, helps. I think she gives like free books to, to kids. Like if you like sign up for it through the mail, like through uh, online. Yeah. Um, so again, just well loved. I think she's like I said, definitely has a positive rating among you know any walk of life. I would say. Um, so again, Dolly Parton has to be up there too. Yeah, I, you know I didn't have that one, um, but uh, you know as soon as you said it, that's when I forgot. I think you might th- there. There's an argument that that might be number one. Um, you know I don't yeah. think you, I don't think you we're gonna we're gonna name anybody tonight any more beloved than uh, than Dolly. Um, you know, everything she does, uh, every story you hear about her, it's kind of like if you're a sports fan, you hear uh, all these Larry Bird stories or something, and there'd be a new one that you never heard that makes him more badass, uh, something he told someone or said in the locker room or said on the court. Well, that's kind of how Dolly is in a humble way. Like, yeah, there's always – it seems like I always hear new things that Dolly did. Um, you know, that, that's just like uh, – we mentioned Dolly on this podcast a few weeks ago about how she's got this new album out, and – uh, one of the reasons, uh, from what I've read and, uh, and hopefully I'm not wrong here. I did read this is that, uh, she got inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame. Well, she didn't feel comfortable accepting that. Now that's been made. I think it's common knowledge. If you're a music fan, that rock and roll hall of fame, it shouldn't be called rock and roll hall of fame. It should be called music hall of fame. Cause that's basically what it is. It's been, I guess, dubbed as the music hall of fame, even though it says rock and roll. Um, so over the years, uh, people of all genres get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, Dolly, of course, if anybody's getting in, she's as, uh, I guess, deserving as anyone in music history. Well, Dolly uh, turned him down and said that she didn't feel comfortable because, you know, she's not a rock and roll, essentially, uh, artist. Well, one thing that she did is she made this rock and roll album so, A, she can feel better about it, and B, like, she can appreciate uh, them and show appreciation to these people and their songs. Um, and it just, I don't know, everything she does is just awesome. Um, you know, the, the, she's, there's so many cool stories about her. I love the story. If you don't, you're not familiar with this, go Google it. Uh, she's been married to the same man, Carl something. I can't remember what his name is. She's been married to the same man for essentially the last hundred years. You know, um, I think she met him the day she moved to Tennessee or something like that. But so before, uh, he was with her before she struck big, essentially. Um, and he's got an, a, a, he, he has a regular life. Uh, and I say regular life. I think he owns his own asphalt business or something like that. He's worked hard for, uh, you know, his whole life. And he's only been with her on a handful of red carpets. Uh, he stayed out of the spotlight. I, th- I think it's one of those things where if it was very important, he would go with her. But otherwise, he wouldn't. And, um, and, and it wasn't like, a uh, you know, he doesn't support her type of deal. It was, uh, he stays out of her thing. Uh, she wants to keep her private life private. Um, and apparently they're madly in love to this day. So it's just a really cool story. There's so many things about Dolly that make her unique and make her, uh, a great person. And I don't know that you'll ever hear anyone say anything bad about Dolly. Um, especially in a day and age, our world's kind of gone crazy and, um, and it's hard sometimes to, to still have uh, to express religious faith, um, especially Christian values, because uh, a lot of people don't like that anymore in our crazy world. And Dolly still does. And people do not say anything about it because she's just she's Dolly. So I don't know. There's so many cool things about Dolly. But, uh, dude, that's a great one. I think you hit the nail on the head. That's a perfect one. Um, OK, is it possible to name someone that should be on this list, but I don't like? Um, we're going to try it. Okay. Let's yeah. try it. I'm going to name one that I think is universally loved, uh, that I think people of all walks of life love, um, especially people that are older. Um, but I do not like, uh, and that is the boss, Bruce Springsteen. Um, you know, I, I can tell you just, uh, anybody older than me, uh, usually loves the boss. Uh, they love everything about him. The American man, um, they, you know, he's cool. The women liked him. The guys wanted to be like him. He's just, just that guy. Uh, I can't stand him. I think he's annoying, but you know, that's just me. But, um, I had to, I, I, I kept scrolling past his name today and I was just like, you know what? He's gotta be on my list. I think he's so beloved as far as music goes. Um, and, uh, in the industry that, um, I had to go with Bruce Springsteen. What do you think? Um, I don't like him either. 
<laughs> Thank um, you, man. It so, makes me feel better. Uh, so I can't say, I mean, I'll, I don't know. Uh, I, I think that he's kind of someone that like, like, you, like I guess like we're just out on. I, yeah. It may just be us. Like, so I, I would agree that he may be university liked, but just not liked by me and you at least. Like yeah. I said, uh, or Bingo. people don't care enough to have an opinion. I would sure. Say. Um, so, um, Someone in a similar vein to Bruce Springsteen. Um, I can't say I dislike his music because I, I, I don't. I mean, I, I can't. I don't like it. It's just you know, no opinion really. But um, it, yeah, I would have to, to say uh, John Mayer. Mm. Hey, he, at least he's you know maybe not university like now because he's still you know young and you know, got a lot of stuff going on musically. Just off in the public eye. His ex girlfriends may not find him um, liked. I guess, but, uh, dog. Yeah. Big time <laughs> dog. But, uh, but, uh, I would say that one day I could see him making the list as far as someone who will be university liked. I mean, musically, I think a lot of his music just doesn't have like, you know, a lot of people just don't have an opinion on it. I mean, mm. I can't say like, I can't say I don't like it. I just don't, you know, I have no opinion. Yeah. And I think that's like, unless I think he, you either are a fan of him or you have no opinion on him as far as musically. Which is strange as far as the whole point of this list, but I would say, um, you know, as far as him being friends with uh, Dave, Dave Chappelle and obviously all the stuff he did on the Chappelle show, um, and obviously him just on his own as far as you know, all all the charisma. I mean, if you or if you if you have, if you have if you have if you need someone to do a speech on you, he's probably going to be up there at least in the running. Again, he has a great lot of charisma, you know, obviously, and he's, I think one day he'll make the list. If not, he's already there now. I'm going to say I agree with you and for other reasons. I, I think you, you're you exactly right. I think John Mayer should be on this list. I will say this about John Mayer. Uh, I, too, uh, don't, uh, not a fan of John Mayer's music personally. Like, there are, I will say there's a song or two that I like of John Mayer's. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think John Mayer's on this list because, um, to me, and the people that I know and like the things I hear, John Mayer is one hell of a, a musician, one hell of a guitarist and songwriter. Yeah. And I think uh, he's appreciated for that. I think that's why he's so famous is because of how talented he is. Um, I think he's cool hand Luke. Like he's that one musician that's like uh, you're, you're, you're a really cool guy that uh, people seem to, whether you like him or not or respect his, or like his music or not, I think most people would agree that uh, John Mayer is a cool guy. He's had many beautiful uh, celebrity girlfriends. And uh, when you're a male, uh, let's just be honest, uh, you, people uh, respect that. Um, so um, I, I, I agree with you. I think John Mayer should be on this list. Um, hell of a guitarist. And uh, that's one big reason I, I love him so much. Just uh, the – the uh, and uh, there's a John Mayer song that I downloaded uh, that's in my library and I'd have to look it up later. But there's one that was like a lesser known that somebody put me on and it's really good. But great uh, musician and I will say that he's probably made this list now uh, since he uh, started. I think a handful of years ago he started uh, filling in for the Grateful Dead. Um, so you get the yeah. Deadheads on your side and you are loved. Um, because that's a huge community. Uh, don't get it, but uh, but that is a huge community. And obviously, the fact that uh, you got a guy that's as famous as he is that still does that um, shows you he's uh, he loves music. He's a fan of it first, and that um, he's to be respected. So yeah. Um, yeah, man, I like that one. I'm gonna go with one that um, uh, people might call me, uh, you know, being a homer here. I'm just gonna be honest. I, I scrolled past this name. A hundred times, and I didn't wasn't gonna put him on my list, and then I got to thinking that he deserves it. Um, and I'm gonna say Freddie Mercury. Um, I think if you talk, uh, you talk about uh, people that are liked, uh, you will not ever. He's one of the most polarizing musicians have ever lived. Uh, a household name, famous uh, Freddie Mercury is, and I've never heard a bad thing about him. Uh, and Freddie Mercury was a dog too. <laughs> you know, he was a dog, and a lot of times you get guys like that. Uh, and you'll hear something bad, uh, something negative. Um, and there, there, you just won't find anything negative on Freddie. Uh, you get bands like that. And at some point they'll hate you or they'll hate each other. And, um, yeah. and those guys to this day, they're, they're hundred millionaires, uh, and they love Freddie Mercury and they still like worship the ground he lives or he walked or he walked on, excuse me. Um, 
But uh, immensely talented. Uh, people respect him for that. They love him for that. Uh, his charisma, his personality. And um, and I dare say there's not many uh, more beloved musicians to uh, to walk the earth than, uh, than Freddie. I agree. Um, I would say there's not, I mean, like I said, with him obviously being gone, and I think just with him in general, you know, I think, you know, him, he's in a great, dearly beloved band, and he's arguably the one of the greatest singers of all time, male singers, definitely. But uh, I agree, definitely liked. Um, I'm gonna, in, um, in, in mind with two kind of quick back-to-back, so these are more or less groups, I think, that are, more universally loved or of a, a positive opinion. Mm. Uh, and this is by probably by people that are obviously fans, but also maybe people that know them are, you know, uh, through osmosis, just like, you know, hearing their song on the radio. Mm-hmm. The two that I would say that are universally loved or liked, I would say positive opinion is journey and red hot chili peppers. Mm. Um, both. I mean, the songs are still on the radio, uh, you know, still at sporting events uh, when people sample their music and stuff all the time. So I think two artists that are still in the public eye, they still put out music and tour and do all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But, uh, but I would say both are, um, I would say not many people say, Oh, I hate journey. Or, yeah. Oh, I hate red hot chili peppers. I think everybody genuinely, this is uh, Steve Perry. You're yeah, not going to say that. That's like a positive <laughs> opinion on both. And so they'll, uh, you know, I say everybody likes them to yeah. some degree. I like that one, Matthew. I think that's a very good two right there. I, you can't go wrong. My last one's a, a, a group as well, but I, I do want to say you can't go wrong with either one of those. Uh, typically loved um, by many. Um, nobody hates those two. You might not be a fan, but nobody hates those groups, um, and they do have yeah. very massive fan bases. So, um, yeah, I, I think those are two damn good ones uh, when, when you're, if you're going to go bands. Uh, mine's a band, too. My last one's a band tonight. Um, is beloved, in my opinion, as beloved as any uh, musician, group, artist, uh, celebrity, human being that's ever walked the planet. And I'm going the Beatles. Um, you know, I'm typically not uh, a huge Beatles fan. I do like Beatles songs. I know Matthew, there's probably Beatles songs he likes, but um, he's not. A, I know we're just we're just not Beatles. Um, but there's not been more many people who've um, like walked this planet who's as loved as uh, those guys were yeah. and are, you know. So um, yeah, it's just one of those things um, that uh, I mean, hell, they've the the their concerts uh, were uh, it were crazy, uh, you know, when they come out. So uh, and to this day, they're just so beloved. But yes, I'm gonna say um, the Beatles are my final one, man. So, so I agree. I think uh, we both agree on all all the yeah. artists we've talked about. And I think so. So, um, and again, so this is pretty fun. Like I said, I, I no liked doubt. thinking uh, positively about you know these other musicians that sure. we're not necessarily always a fan of, and just listening to you know. I so said I think knowing people that oh yeah they, they like them or they just have no negative nothing to no negative to say is yeah. the biggest thing. So uh, yeah. Very, so, very fun, man. Um, yeah. I, I, I like that. Matt, I, I want to say this. I know uh, we're, we're wrapping the show up but I, I, towards the end, but I want to say um, uh, something crazy happened to me, Matthew. I told him a little bit about this, or, or he was here when it happened. We finished up last episode last week, and I just kind of want to set some some context here. Uh, I've mentioned this band, uh, Bad City, on this podcast uh, hundreds of times. Uh, one of my favorite of all time. They've only had one album in 2011. I've told you guys about it. Welcome to the Wasteland. Um, it's one of my favorites. Um, just all around love these guys. Um, unfortunate circumstances. You can go look if you'd like. Um, uh, but And we've mentioned it on here some. But um, but anyways, I, so I found them. And, and I think around 2015 or 16, I was... Uh, I went to their Facebook account and I, cause their slinger, Josh Caddy couldn't find anything on him besides the court documents from where he got arrested, spent seven years in, in jail. Uh, but I couldn't find anything else. So I go on their, on their Facebook account and I comment, uh, you know, about information like, uh, is he out of jail or is he doing any, you know, well, nothing, of course, nobody speaks, nobody says anything, no comments. Well, me and Matthew wrap up our podcast two weeks ago, our last podcast, and I had a, uh, alert from Facebook on my phone. So I click on it. Uh, usually somebody liked a picture or a post or you like most people, uh, common things that people would get alert for. 
Uh, well, I click on it and it is from my comment on that uh, from six, seven, eight years ago. And uh, so I click on it and it's Josh Caddy, uh, lead singer for Bad City, commenting, letting me know that, uh, yes, I am out of jail and I'm doing music again. Um, well, it was crazy. I, I So I click on it or, or uh, and I said, you know, awesome, whatever. Well, I said something about how much I've looked for him. And so anyways, uh, he comments back. Well, anyways, he started following me. And uh, so I sent him a private message and was just kind of talking about how much I uh, and, and getting to talk to him a little bit and uh, basically hearing the story. Uh, you know, I, it's pretty documented. Me and Matthew are Christians. Um, he did some things that, uh, you know, I don't expect certain people to um, forgive. And you don't I won't even go into details. Like I said, you can look. But uh, he's obviously uh paid his debt to society he's um he's been spent jail and now he's out he's doing great for himself and he's found the lord in jail and he's doing worship music doing worship rock um but it's it's a crazy story um and again i i it's one of those things where uh you can go look it up yourself if you'd like it was pretty neat for me because i i really love this band and then i get the chat uh to this guy uh and he actually wouldn't follow me on instagram too it's pretty crazy but let's start get to chat with this guy that um you know i love uh as a singer a rock and roll singer um but uh you know i will i will say this to wrap up on it if you uh if you are a christian and uh you want to hear some pretty cool rock and roll worship music he's put out two songs so far got a third one coming out wednesday the the first two was ain't no king um, and, uh, the second one is Embers of Grace and both of them, uh, he goes by Caddy and Co, uh, which is obviously his last name and Co. So, uh, Matthew, I, I wanted to throw that out there. Um, and, uh, you know, again, it's weird because I don't want to go in a whole lot of detail because obviously there's some graphic stuff in, in his background and, you know, obviously I don't agree with, but, um, you know, again, it's, um, I am uh, in the camp that, um, you know, we all fall short, but, uh, but anyways, that, that's kind of where I'll go with that. I, before I turn it over to you, or you want to go into some recommendations? Uh, yes. So again, that's a cool, uh, that's a cool, uh, you know, interaction, especially in time we, uh, interact with anybody we're a fan of, yeah. uh, you know, it was weird. <laughs> yeah. Like something that unrelated, not unrelated a few years ago, just for my little, I, uh, Got a comment back from Stick Sedenia, the drummer for yes. Still Panther. I think it was, uh, he was talking about, uh, and it's funny because it really, like, it, it rang true. It's like, what song do you have that you stuck in your head? I guess for me, because I've always thought of, like, almost like there's a jukebox going on in my head and there's yeah. always a song going on. Yeah, that's cool. So it was like, uh, How Much I Feel by Ambrosia. Mm. Get out of the blue, just, you know. You know, nobody knows them. It seems, uh, and it's like, ah, oh, yeah, kicks ass, you win. Nice. And it's like, so any anytime you know you interact with like with somebody you're a fan of, it's just cool. Yeah, that is uh, cool, man. I I don't remember something about that, but um, I, yeah, because that that was a lot a little while ago. But uh, um, anyway, moving on. So do do have a lot of recommendations. You know, it has been a few weeks. Um, so uh, so just kind of start from the top. Um. Along, and I do want to mention there was uh, Spotify Wrapped. So, um, one of the genres I was a fan of was musical tunes, is what I called it. Pretty songs from movies. So it got me back on, because uh, you know, I go I go through phases of listening to stuff. So I was listening to like uh, Disney songs. Mm-hmm. There's one that it's from a movie I seen once, and I when it came out, because it was a '90s movie. Um, and it's a song that I have I heard in past and never listened to. Mm-hmm. It's uh, from the movie Hercules, um, Go the Distance, sung by Roger Bart. Um, it's uh, an uplifting song. Um, like I said, it's a song about um, striving for something better. Because if you know the movie, Hercules is raised by human human people and not feeling you know like he's in the right place anyway the song's amazing he, like i see, actually watched a lot of youtube videos and he still sings that song live and he still sounds really good nice because um, he's an actor by trade but anyway go the distance by her you know you know from the movie hercules um moving on because i do have a you know getting good a bit good bit here a song um evidently is popular nowadays just from in the tiktok community or social media a song um, from a group called Ocean Alley. Um, the song is Confidence. Um, 
again, it was recommended just through Spotify, like, you know, random playlist. Um, surf, it's like a psychedelic surf rock. It's very chill. Um, it's not groundbreaking. It's definitely more of a vibe. So I definitely recommend that. Um, something that I sent uh, Daniel recently. And again, uh, probably one. And I do have a homework, not homework, do have an idea for a future topic. Okay. But this group would be in the running for an award. Let me say that. Um, Tears for Fears, mm. a song of theirs called Sowing the Seeds of Love. Yep. A song I heard of, but I didn't know it was their song. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you know, it was recommended, uh, you know, an 80s playlist. They're great. The song's great. I cannot recommend it enough. Another 80s group that is not as well loved, you know, kind of not one hit wonders, but. I don't think they made it out of the 80s, I would say. Uh, Pet Shop Boys, just a group. The song was It's a Sin. Really good. Another song, another 80s song, Depeche Mode, called it the group. Mm-hmm. Depeche Mode, the song is Never Let Me Down Again. That's a popular song. Um, you have to hear the chorus to know. You know the song out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how, but they found me, released a new song, uh, Gloom Town Brats. Um, pretty good. Another, actually, another 80s S group, a synth wave group called All the Damn Vampires. A song called Saturday. Nice. Good. So, so that's all my recommendations. Nice, man. Those are, I got to check some of those out. Um, so I, I kind of started with you guys already. I, I said the, the Caddy and Co., the Josh Caddy's new solo, Worship Rock and Roll. Uh, a weird sentence to put together there. But I'm telling you, it's awesome. Uh, if you ever checked out Bad City, because I recommended them, um, you can definitely hear the bad city in it. Uh, Josh Caddy, I didn't realize how good a guitarist he was um, until, uh, you know, I, I didn't know that that those that influence, the bad city stuff was uh, stuff from him, I guess, um, or at least that he would carry on with him. But it, anyways, it's good stuff. I, and I'll say this, even if you're not a worship uh, person, um, it's still good. And, and the thing about it is uh, like, the album, I mean, he's releasing a new song Wednesday, and I think he mentioned on one of the recording things that, um, you know, all these don't, uh, you know, talk about Jesus and stuff like that. And that, you know, obviously they're like the one Wednesday is talking about a world full of vampires. And you can, uh, if if you know it's coming from a worship standpoint, you know where it's going. But obviously and, uh, it, it don't have to be. And just tag team with that. And this is, if we have any sort of weight, it's... Uh, Normally, we don't recommend Christian songs because a lot of the time they suck. Yeah. Contemporary Christian music is not good. No. So anytime there's anything remotely Christian and it's actually pretty good, pretty yeah. decent, we're going to recommend it. Dang right. So this is uh, pretty good. And it's not, again, if you know if you don't like worship music, I'm right there with you. But uh, again, if you like anything you know, that could pass as non-religious. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That, that's a what good way to put it. Uh, so check those out, check the new song out Wednesday. And then also, uh, one of the older ones that I've been listening to, uh, is I told Matthew this a couple weeks ago, live to rise by Soundgarden. It was off the Avengers assemble soundtrack. Um, just a one that, um, I just been listening to again here lately. Uh, cool video too. Um, but anyways, that, uh, NSYNC's new song, better place off the trolls, uh, soundtrack. What a banger. Uh, that's been stuck in my head for a few weeks now. I, I freaking love that song. Um, I'm a sucker for that 90s pop, uh, I swear. I, I like to think I was it, but damn, every time there's a good one, I remember it. just It brings you back, uh, and this definitely does too. Uh, if you liked NSYNC at all, if you liked any of them, if you were around that time, even if you weren't, if you just like good sound and pop music, um, they just put out a banger with that. So check that out. Uh, last one, uh, just because we are in the holiday mood, uh, I did want to come out, uh, we'll give you a Christmas one. Uh, go back and check out uh, Slade's uh, Merry Christmas, everybody everybody uh just a fantastic christmas song so and that's that rock band slade but uh that's all of mine dude uh homework you got any ideas um so as far as homework is concerned at least this is the topic that was all pitched to you um i would like to do like a something like an like an award show of some sort okay well or maybe next week we'll talk about the categories and we'll think about the artist and then the week after, we'll actually do the awarding. So okay. kind of what I so like for instance, I talk about Tears for Fears, like groups that we maybe or maybe like surprised us the most yeah. for the year. Okay, and it's like I would say preferably music from this year we listened to. Sure, we did listen to Tears for Fears like really early yeah. in the year. Yeah, but instance for instance, they would be one of the groups that surprised us the most of like this the 
the depth of their great songs. I'm picking up what you're putting down. I like that. So we'll uh, we talk next week as far as more specifics, and then maybe week after we'll do the award. If not, we'll you know we'll figure out something there. But I like that. Um, I like that. Well, that that dude. That sounds like a plan. That's that's the plan. That's what we'll do. Um, uh, I want you got any you got any homework off head real fast. Uh, we can do tears for fears. Tears for fears. Just uh, you know. You heard it live, folks. We're going to do Tears for Fears. We'll give you a really cool award uh, show. We're going to come up with the uh, the criteria and all that good stuff. Uh, but, again, sorry for being late, but I appreciate you guys listening as always. Love you guys. Peace. See you.